0: A long time ago on a spinner rack far, far away The comic book time machine presents Marvel's Cosmic Comics, exploring Marvel's licensed sci-fi and fantasy during the Star Wars period. <laughs> Episode eight, John Carter, Warlord of Mars, Issue two, July nineteen seventy seven. I, I have to say, uh, I am so surprised with john carter uh, i expected just some schlocky exciting but uh, you know not not engaging necessarily uh sci-fi action adventure type stuff here and i have been shocked especially this issue just how interesting and how interested i have been how interesting the story has been and how interested i have been um you know i'm nervous about some of the upcoming comics that i'll be taking on in the future with uh some of the things i know about and what's fun about this i think i have said this before is i have um silver age bags where i've put a slip of paper that tells me what issues i'm supposed to be reading um, in each month and when i pull that out the slip of paper will tell me you know check the omnibus for john carter check the star wars omnibus for this and then there'll be issues that are listed there too and these are just this is just my list that i print it out and cut apart and then stuck it in there. And then I'll have, um, those issues in there as well. And so there are going to be some bags that I pull out and I, this is all dependent on my bad memory, but, uh, sometimes I will be surprised with what I pull out of the bag. I will pull out the bag and and just look in there and say, Oh, here's this thing here. I was, I, I knew I put this in here, but I'd forgotten all about it. And I'm not going to remember what, I definitely don't remember the dates of these books that have been sli- slipped in there. And so I don't know, for example, when Indiana Jones comes, I, I don't know when it's coming. You know, it'll, it'll just, just show up in, in the bag and, and it'll be a pleasant surprise. Oh, here's an Indiana Jones comic or, oh, here's a, here's, oh, it's Micronauts time, you know, all oh, Battlestar Galactica is starting. There'll be uh, hopefully, uh, some surprises like that for me and some other surprises that'll be, ah, oh, it's done, you know. <laughs> um and so it wasn't a surprise this month because i knew it was happening because it hasn't been so long since i bagged it and printed all this stuff off and cut it up but you know we're talking about now probably a year or so you know in the future i I could have some big surprises but what surprised me this month is not the content or rather not the titles or, or new content but just how good this content has been 2001 Good may not be the best word for it, but it is a word for it. And Star Wars has been consistent with its last two issues. Um, but it's been enjoyable. I've, I've enjoyed revisiting the, that Star Wars story that I know so well. Um, just, you know, and revisiting it in this, in this new, new medium. (laughs) When I say new, quote unquote, but you know what I mean. Uh, John Carter is completely new to me. Uh, I'm familiar with the movie. I've read some of the books, um, but it's been a long time for the books and the the movie itself has been a long time too. So I'm reading this comic book and it is just surprising me how good it is. It's not going to win, you know, awards like greatest graphic novel of the century. You know, it's not Watchmen or whatever you want to hold up as the the golden standard for the, the best of the best but uh this is just a fun swashbuckling pulpy story and I know I'm probably repeating myself a little bit from last last episode or my my last solo episode but uh there's not a lot to say about this John Carter um I've talked a lot about background and stuff as far as where the book came from and why it was done and you know what what Marvel Wolfman was planning on doing but uh, so speaking of Marv Wolfman, I guess we should start there. I guess we should start with the, uh, the the creative team here. Issue three is titled Requiem for a Warlord, as I mentioned. Marv Wolfman, writer and editor. Gil Kane and Rudy Nebras, artists supreme. Irv Watanabe is the letterer. Janice Cohen did the coloring. And then, nice little cute note, ERB inspiration. ERB being, of course, Edgar Rice Burroughs. So the story, though, is a very, it's an interesting story. Um, I mentioned that I'm nervous about some of the upcoming things. But like I said before about this one, I'm loving what I'm reading here. Uh, and this issue, this one, it shocked me. I'll put it this way. I don't want to give away the ending uh, because there's this twist. And it's it's it comes in the final panel and, it, and the buildup starts on page one to this twist on the final page. And I I have to say, I didn't see it coming. I should have seen it coming. Maybe. I don't know. It's built up to that though. And so maybe that's the best kind of twist. No, not maybe. Absolutely. That's the best kind of twist is the one that everything's leading up to that. And when you get to it, it is a valid twist. It is not a shock just to shock you, but it just makes sense in the context of the story and you're you're thinking to yourself I didn't see that coming but it's not a cheat and that's what happens here is the whole issue is just building up to this twist at the end and i really really enjoyed it so i don't want to give away the ending uh, of this issue i mean yeah we're talking about something that's 40 years old okay it's 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 very old and but the reason i don't want to give it away is because it's quite possible that a lot of people haven't had any experience or exposure what what happens, you know, last issue, we had John Carter's wife, Dejah Thoris, she was Thoris, she was taken. His best friend is presumed dead and he was down and captured. And now he's in prison and you have Staracon who's gloating over him and he's holding Dejah Thoris and he is not treating her nicely. He hits her. He, you know, threatens her and John Carter's not happy about that and so he keeps trying to escape. He's chained. He has chains around his, his shackles on his wrist. A, ch- uh, a collar with a chain around his neck, and he's in a cage. And he, you know, he's he, how is he going to get out? He's trying to pull, and he's pulling, and he's pulling. While he's trying to get out, uh, Star Khan reveals his origin story to Deja Thoris, and I, this is something I really enjoy. Now, I was expecting this. This was not unexpected, but it was cool to see, especially when you consider this is about consequences and consequences in the sense of you do something things happen as a result of that and in some ways you know i mentioned watchmen earlier i hadn't intended to to bring in this connection but there is something of that going on here where with watchmen it's taking the tropes of superheroes and turning it on its head and giving us, you know, what's the natural consequence for a world that has these kind of people in it? And with this story, with John Carter, you kind of have that kind of thing going on here, too. Now, this is not one of Edgar Rice Burroughs stories. As I said before, this takes place in between paragraphs almost of uh, Princess of Mars You know, toward the end of the book. But it's not between books. It's between paragraphs. There's this period of time that that no one knows what was happening there because Edgar Rice Burroughs didn't write about it. And so what you have here is the opportunity to tell new stories. And so what they're doing, what Marv Wolfman has done here is he's taken this idea and it is based on some of the things that comes from Edgar Rice Burroughs because it's it's referencing a battle from Princess of Mars. Well, that's where Stara Khan's origin comes from, is from this battle. He's just a guy fighting in this war against john carter and as they're fighting and as john carter is leading his people to victory this is one of the soldiers who gets in his way and john carter slices his arm and so that's what causes him to have to get this robot arm and he has a vendetta against john carter i love this idea of this is just one guy in the middle of a battle who 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 wasn't important enough To be named in the book, you know, he's just one of the members of the army that John Carter is fighting against. Starcon is a creation of Marv Wolfman for the comic book, from what I understand. But I love this creation of this guy who John Carter created him by, you know, fighting him in battle and, and hitting his arm. And so you have this natural consequence of this life, this swashbuckling life. And so I I like that. It's not a deconstruction, not quite a deconstruction. You know, it's not going so far as to say, you know, Batman created all of the villains of of Gotham City, you know, the the villains of Gotham City wouldn't be uh villains in Gotham City if it weren't for this guy running around as a bat. It's not quite that extreme, but it is that idea of John Carter did this thing and here's something that happened afterward. It's not an indictment of what John Carter was doing. It's not saying war is wrong this is a character who has made choices based on his vendetta against john carter uh but it's just very interesting to see the swashbuckling hero and just this other guy then who he's just kind of given supernatural or superpowers with the robot arms i guess not supernatural it's but it's unnatural you know powers and has the vendetta and so i Again, like I said, this is, this is cool to me. This is a really fun element to the story of John Carter. So I, I, this is something that, yeah, it's, it's somewhat cliched except for the fact that it is, you know, Marv Wolfen drawing on these strings and these elements from earlier in the, the Edgar Rice Burroughs original story to build the world, and to say, you know, this is not, you know, these people that you're fighting a war against are not just faceless people. This is a real, a real person who was, uh, you know, who was affected by this war, and, you know, it 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 adds a a slightly deeper level of depth, a deeper level of depth. Uh, yeah, well anyway uh, it, it adds a, more to it than, so it's not just pulp and it's still pulp don't get me wrong because here we have then uh, as he's trying to escape he's pulling at the chains he's straining at the chains and it's popping his bones and stuff like that and he finally pulls the chains out of the wall and then they send in a Banth Banth being a lion with like eight legs and there's a brutal fight with the Banth and it's th- there's three pages basically of John Carter strangling this creature, and um, or three pages of fighting rather, and two pages of him strangling the creature to death. It's, it's barbaric. Um, he then a guard comes to take him to see Khan. He goes and just knocks out the guard. I'm going to walk in, you know, on my own two feet kind of thing. But anyway, he confronts Staracon, and Khan wants one thing out of John Carter, and that's call me master. And so they fight. They fight, they talk, they talk, they fight. There's back and forth. The battle goes one way and then it starts going another way. The, you know, Starcon has the collar on John Carter's neck, which is putting him in intense pain, such pain that it knocked him out a couple times earlier on in the book. And so you have this, the waves of battle are going back and forth between the two of them. And the robotic arm allows him to be a match. Uh, The collar allows him to have the upper hand. But pain doesn't matter to John Carter. Nothing matters to John Carter except for Dejah Thoris. And so I'm I'm sure I'm saying this name wrong. Dejah Thoris. I need to watch the movie again. I really like that movie. But nothing matters to him except for his wife. And so everything that he's doing, he is doing for her. I mean, this is (laughs) I feel like singing almost because everything I do, I do it for you. I'm going to restrain myself, but, you know. Robin hood soundtrack is awesome, but everything he does, he, so he's fighting and he is not going to bend until you get to the end of the fight. And that's where you have this big twist and the twist, like I said, it makes sense. It's a big climax for me. It's one panel. Really? It comes down to one line of dialogue after John Carter just lays him out and you think he's won, but has he won or has he lost? and, it ends on something of a ambiguous note. There's something of a gray ending here, and, and I like that a lot. It just is a really great ending, and so I really want to talk about the ending, but at the same time, since this is not a conversation and a back and forth, I'm just going to say I loved the ending, and I this is this issue is getting the highest of praise from me. I love, so far, these first three issues. Now, I am barely, you know... Maybe ten percent into the book, into this omnibus of of John Carter, which you know reprints every single issue of John Carter that they publish. I'm I'm you know maybe not even that much into the book, so I'm not going to go all out and say I highly highly recommend you go out and find this book if you can. Uh, generally speaking, my recommendations for whether you should read a story or not are going to come at the end of story arcs. And so if it's a one-off issue, I'm going to say, oh, "Yeah, you should read this. Like I did with 2001, it wasn't until after issue 7 that I said, yes, recommend. I like this. I think you might like it too. Uh, as for the, the last three issues of, of 2001, which are the Machine Man or the Mr. Machine issues, I'm going to wait until I, I do next week's issue, number 10, to, to say it. And then there was uh, Logan's Run, which – well, we <laughs> – uh, you all saw how that, that turned out if you listened to the last two episodes of my uh, my Marvel sci-fi solo episodes. Uh, so as far as uh, this story of John Carter, we're not at the end. In fact, Air Pirates of Mars, uh, it's 10 chapters long. So it'll be issue 10 before I know. Now, that is a good chunk of this book. And so if the Air Pirates of Mars story arc is a recommend, I would probably say this omnibus is a recommend or you know finding these these back issues or hopping in your time machine to go back in time and, and get them off the spinner rack but for the time being I, I just have to say I'm really really enjoying John Carter and this experiment that I'm doing of these Marvel books so far has been a real pleasant surprise but the next comic I'm going to be talking about in the next episode well it's not a pleasant surprise for me because it's not a surprise at all. It's just plain pleasant. And that is Godzilla. I, I'm i so excited to talk about this. Thanks for listening to the Comic Book Time Machine's Marvel's Cosmic Comics feed. You can find more discussion of many, many more comics like Superman and Spider-Man, what ifs and else worlds the six million dollar man and batman comics seven days old and seven decades old on our main feed which you can find on itunes or at comicbooktimemachine.com we'd also love it if you join us on facebook at facebook.com or on twitter where we are at comic time next episode go go godzilla godzilla king of the monsters number one